Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Spartan 160 EN podcast. This is podcast number 85, uh, titled Campeões de Novembro, because we were just doing the math. Nobody can catch us, even if we lose to Mureirense. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let me go straight into the panel as always, starting off with my main man, Steph. Steph, how you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good, man. So it's a, it's a great feeling to be in first place. It's a great feeling to actually do, do a podcast in first place because um, our podcast, you know, uh, most of the time we do it uh, with the losing season and uh, it's just a great feeling. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And also joined by my main man, Christian. How you doing, bro? Campeones de, uh, de November. How could I not <laughs> feel great? Uh yeah, yeah, I'm doing pretty good, and uh, I'm I'm hyped off that. I'm hyped off the no- another four nothing drubbing, while our while our fucking rivals flounder flounder around helplessly. So yeah. we're just too good. That's the problem. We're too good. So we'll talk about it. <laughs> exactly. Before we go in straight into that game, uh, we got quite a few Twitter questions. Um, so let's just jump in. Let's get started. First one coming in from Mundo de Un Leon uh, at twi- on Twitter. He asks, do you guys think Nuno Mendes should be in the Portuguese national team? I mean, can I take this? Go for it. Hell <laughs> yes. Hell yes. Look at if, you, if we just look at the numbers, I don't have them right now. Mario Rui is doing nothing special to be getting a call up from the national team. How is Nuno Mendes not getting bro? I don't even want to say the Benfica kid, but the Benfica kid deserves more of a shout than Mario Rui. Um, we can get Cancelo and play Cedric and fucking Ricard Pereira or, or whoever else on right back. But anyways, that's a and play Cancelo at left back if anything. But Nuno Minj, of course, I, I think of course, you know, like what a stud that player is. Um, next question comes from Joel da Silva at Joelion underscore o seven three. Um, quite a good one. I'm going to ask both of you this question. Uh, thoughts on the whole police intervention at Sporting, Befica, Santa Clara, etc. Do you guys think there is any hope Sporting can get the 15-16 title attributed to them? And if so, do you think Sporting deserves a compensation to make up for it in uh, monetary form, for example? That's a good point. Uh, first place normally gets a higher prize money, so I think Befica should pay Sporting the difference in case they do get relegated. Uh, and I'm not too sure if First place would even have gotten more in terms of Champions League money. Uh, but I can't remember if back then second place had to qualify or not. Maybe not. But anyways, I don't think so. I think all three went the next season. Um, but anyways, what are your thoughts on this whole on this whole police intervention? Um, Christian, I'll start with you, dude. I mean, I, I think it's interesting. I, I'd, I'd like to know more. To be honest, like, I'm not going to say, like, don't get your hopes up because you never know. But like, I've seen some bushkas happen at the lose in my day, and nothing ever actually seems to happen. So, I mean, I'll, I'll, let's just say, in regards to the fifteen sixteen specifically, no, I think it's impossible. I don't think that's going to happen. And to be honest, at this point in my life, I don't want that to be the first title. So, if we win this year, it's not even breaking the drought, right? I've accepted that we lost. Right. And it, it, to be honest, maybe if we get it in the Secretariat after we win one outright, I'm fine with that. But I don't want it to be the one that ends the drought, you know. Maybe if in, in fucking August of 2016, I would have answered this question differently. But at this point, um, I, I've come to peace with it. And I think that you should too, because 
I don't think it's getting overturned. Um, in regards yeah. to sporting specifically, very curious to hear more about the specifics. I know it has something to do with Alvaro Subrinho, who is um, a, a large shareholder um, at Sporting. So I think it's the, the, the time frame is like 2014 to like 2016 or 17 or something like that. Um, so it's from a few years back. But, I mean, let's just say if he was doing illegal shit in 2016, he's doing illegal shit in 2020. So, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's see. Let's see. Let's, let's wait and see more. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm curious. What's the word? Uh, reservedly curious or excited. Yeah. Don't be too hyped, but. Paul, uh, before switching it to you, Steph, Paul Pont saying uh, the article he saw said that they'd have their points deducted, but they still keep the title technically. Uh, so, basically, it's a slap on the wrist for no reason. It, didn't, the, it doesn't regards, hurt. regards to the money, like, yeah, they we should, should get compensated. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 20 million or something at least, you would think. Yeah, whatever, whatever Befica won that season in terms of winning the league mm-hmm. has to should come to Spartan. Keep that title, whatever. We'll we'll always have that over their head, if anything, right? But I think compens- compensated at least we should because Befica, and if we talk about Porto, Porto as well, in terms of like corruption in the past, the reason why they've gained so much money is because you know they they've pushed themselves into certain positions where they can always qualify for Champions League, and then of course Champions League keeps getting more you know more money into it as the years have gone by. So that's why this year, Befica alone, have, got, have gotten like 40 million from, from Champions League or something, right? Uh, the year we, we finished third when we lost, when George Zouz is laying down on the beach at uh, Maritimo, uh, Befica, we, we basically handed over Befica 40 million uh, euros that's that, that game. So, I mean, I don't see why we shouldn't be getting compensated for it. Uh, but anyway, Steph, what were your thoughts on it? Well, uh, uh, first and, uh, and, and foremost, uh, what I would like to say is that uh, uh, whatever comes comes out of these Busques uh, being uh, Sporting Befica, or, uh, it could be Staleg or whatever. Uh, even, I think Santa Clara and Academica also got. Yeah, it don't matter, uh, but I want the truth to come out. So, And uh, whoever cheated has to be punished, and that includes Sporting if uh, if sporting is proven that we cheated, then we should suffer the consequences. Um, so that that's my take on that. So the I think it's more like Alvaro Subringu's company money laundering. I'm not even sure if it directly has to do with sporting. Yes, I think it just has to do with Alvaro Subringu's. Obviously, like has an office at sporting maybe because he's a, a big shot. Um, but as far as its direct ties to sporting. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Um, it, there might be. There might be. I'm not sure. You're correct. One hundred percent correct. It's about Aldimo. One hundred percent. You you correct. But if if something that if it's something that Sporting at the time knew about it, which now those dirigents they're not there anymore. So to prove it, it would be extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that said, you correct. It's different from uh, the Befica Bruskets. They, the reason why they they going to be fixed is because of the uh, the transferences, the uh, the transfers that that happened, which were very shady. They would buy players and then they would hand out playing for another club, and they did that twenty something players. So they kind of played it. They're still doing it to this day. <laughs> yeah, and it was kind of a, a monopoly controlling uh, the entire league, certain teams, and then those players wouldn't be able to play against Benfica. And uh, and that that who's to blame for that? It's the Federação, 
a Liga Portuguesa, o governo português. They have to be strict, uh, and then they have to come up with laws that will stop with that, because it's bullshit, and we all know it, including Befiquistas, the ones Well, it's that- a new rule, Steph. I, don't, I, like, I think it was maybe 2016, if I recall correctly, they even made the rule that loaned players can't play against their parent club. That's a relatively new rule. Yes, um, but the rule of of you buy a player, uh, at sp- you you buy ten players, and then you load them to Santa Clara for that purpose only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The monopoly, uh, yeah. it should stop. You mm-hmm. can't. You you shouldn't be able to buy twenty something players when you have no intentions for them to play for your team. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah, because that's called uh, second intentions or third intentions in this case. So, you know, and I hope they they do find something that's uh, and they get them in trouble. And but with that said, if if Sporting did something similar, they should be punished. So when I say Sporting, I say Beremara, I say Porta, I say Guimarães, Braga, everybody, anybody that did did something shady, they should be punished. But like Chris said, and, and then he said, I don't think no one's going to be punished because the judicial system in Portugal is so corrupted. That uh, nothing's gonna happen. That's not how they roll. <laughs> nah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only, but with that, Vitor Guimarães and Avs that did suffer the consequences. Yeah. So never know. Yeah. But I doubt. It. I really doubt. I, same. They're yeah. they're not the same even size. Maybe it's not the Clara, but they're not the same size of like a Spartan or. A but again, female. if we are also guilty, then we should suffer the consequences. A hundred percent. I'm not blind. I'm not. You know, like a lot of people say, "Oh no, it could going out and say, I don't give a shit how we win. I just want to win." No, that's not me. I want to win on the pitch because yeah. we're the better team, not because of favors. I don't want that. That's not me. Same. And and especially how you mentioned the, quite a few times stuff. Um, you know, I I love the argument our rivals have in terms of oh every big team is corrupt in some way, shape, or form. But at least the difference with us, and like you mentioned in the past, uh, back in the 80s, I forget what it's called now, uh, the corruption case that happened at Sporting, we got him out ASAP. We didn't re-elect him like Benfica did with 60%. Exactly. We didn't re-elect him with 60% recently, uh, like like our rivals. We don't have a a standing president for how long has Pita Costa been president of Porto? After the Pita Turani years. That's what I'm saying. I, that I think is the the distinct difference between us and and the others. Got it. Is we don't really stand for that shit. It's a big difference because they keep on reelecting corrupted people, including Luis Vieira at sixty two percent. Yeah, uh, exactly. And we kick them out. That's the big difference between us and them. Exactly. Yeah. And going with our sponsor, by the way, Super Buck. Sponsor us. Sponsor be- us. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> Next but question be, comes in from. Sorry, go ahead, Steph. <laughs> you better be, or they'll uh, cancel our stream. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, but I shouldn't have showed it that much. Uh, <laughs> um, our next question comes in from uh, our very good friend, Steph Teixeira. Good looking, best looking guy on Twitter. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think I was going to make it today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We had to push it back because we had a, a bit of problems. So we got Steph on at nine. Uh, thanks again, by the way, Steph. No, no, uh, please. My pleasure. <laughs> I mean, hey. It, yeah, anyways. He, <laughs> Steph asks, who's to blame for our success? Um, who's to blame? I wish, 
I wish it was <laughs> well, in such a negative way. I wish Nando was here because I really did, do want to. I wish I was there last week to talk to Nando about Amurin, but I seen Nando hasn't quite changed his mind yet. Um, but Christian, I'll ask you who's to blame for our success? Varandajin? Um, I think it's a combination yeah. of. I definitely think the team is obviously the team is better than the team last season. Chief. The team is way better. I've been with the coach, it would appear, and the coach's yeah. tactics seem to be working. I think that outside of like outside of a couple of the games, like Portimao, Tondela, um, who else did we beat? Well, Gimbrain. Uh, uh, was, yeah. Um, Vicente. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I think we still need to see them play more tough games, right? Obviously, they did well in the, the two tough games that they have had, right? So that's good. But I still, obviously, there's still more time. Um, who's the, the main thing to, to blame, <laughs> I would say, is just having more, like, quality and, and depth. Um, like... It, like having options off the bench is just like a luxury that this team hasn't had for like two, two or three years. Exactly. Yeah. I just yeah. think that like it's kind of like it's some some people like it's their like the NBA team building. They're like just get a bunch of players and they'll figure it out. Like that's a legitimate strategy. I just think that better players have figured it out at least right right now. Or they they're they've figured it out right now. They're playing well. Um, you know, players like Poth are like having career moments. Um, so yeah, it's a, I think it's a combination of a lot of things coming together. But at the end of the day, I think the answer is, it's just I think it's simpler. You know. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That that actually plays on to uh, uh, next question coming in from Silva at Silva B D C Junior. <laughs> I had to I had to sound that out for a second. Uh, he asks, do you think do you think that Kamashu, Ilari, and Ristovsky will play in the cup? No. I said Ilari. I'm having PTSD. Steph, what do you think, dude? Um, uh, I hope not. Uh, they could play in the volleyball team. It's 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 embarrassing to to even name these players. They good for nothing. I would make them clean toilets <laughs> in the gutters. Come on, man. Maybe He's maybe he stops. Maybe he could play. Husky, <laughs> okay. I'll, yes, I like him too. We need a right back at least. But you said Elodie and who else? Kamashu. Kamash. Which I think is. I think we gave up on him too soon. No. And we burnt that kid's career, a career no. as well as burning that, the money we got, bought him for. He got plenty of chances from. From uh, Amudin, from Silas, from Kaiser, he got plenty of chances, bro. Um, yeah, he yeah. just didn't take advantage, and he was taking too long to evolve. He could make a decision if he would cross, if he would take a shot. You know, it was just way too many games for him to be so undecided for for a professional player making that kind of money. So, you know, the the one that bothers me the most it's Ilari because. He's good to to Papanyafix, you know what I mean. <laughs> Got to be told to Papanyafix. <laughs> he's he's good for nothing. 
Yeah. That was really <laughs> the biggest mistake by Verandas. Uh but he redeemed himself in the in the summer mar- market by listening to Amurin. So Yeah, fair. Uh, and uh I'll I'll quickly just add there's so many players that aren't even I mean, we haven't really seen a regular 11 uh this whole season, but there's so many fringe players that deserve a start. Um like instead of Kamasha, I mean Plata might deserve a start a right wing against Sakavinins. Tiago Tomaj, um, Tabata. Well, Bregans is more of a midfield player, but I mean, just on the Kamashu, in terms of Ilari, in center back, we have Gonzalo Inasu. Kurejma, who played a B team game uh, this weekend, deserves at least a shot back at Sporting's A team. Um, There's for sure another center back there that I'm not thinking of. I mean, out of the three, Max deserves a game in that. Uh, Out of the three, it's I only see Ristovsky just because we don't have another backup right back, but. uh, if anyone follows him on Instagram, I don't know what the hell's going on. I think Dude, the guys do they train get pushed with the B team? Do they train with the B team every day? Do they go to training and train? With I don't the know. I was under the impression he was training Bruno with got, the A team. I don't think Bruno Gaspar is tra- like. I always see him like with his kid. Like I don't think he goes to Alcochet and trains. No, like, I don't think so either. Unless I'm it, it's almost. I don't know if you if you follow Bolasi at all, but Bolasi doesn't show up to the Everton training either. Like I see yeah, him doing like, workouts so at the- home. What the? F- we're just, just paying these guys like, a cu- like what, like what twenty, like, like a, like one point four to like two mil a year to just like chill, depending on the person. Must be nice. Yeah, I mean, must it must be, nice. be nice. Yeah, you just chill in Lisbon and do nothing, yeah. legit nothing. I mean, you can like go for a run if you want to, like maybe play again someday. <laughs> like you can that's literally the bare, the the bare minimum is just staying fit for them. Like yeah. that's amazing. And you're getting paid for that. That's fucking must be nice. <laughs> um next question sorry go. No no yeah I agree. Sorry sorry. Next question comes in from uh Anthony uh Menez at Anthony M underscore SCP. Uh he says repeat question from last week uh since I left it too late Nunu Menz versus Boru. You can only keep one. Ooh, who you got? Which player is more influential to the team at the moment? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Boru. What do you guys think? Uh, two. They're it's very a, it's a tough similarly. Place. They're, they're both, both like good. 19 and 20, right? Uh, I think I'm gonna go Nunu Menz. I think he has a higher ceiling. I'm gonna oh, go yeah, with because he's a Portuguese as well. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the Spaniards, man, come on. <laughs> Nuestro hermanos. <laughs> when, when it's convenient, uh, we call them exactly. <laughs> I, I still remember the Malone they had when, when Ronaldo scored that free kick in the Euros. Or uh, uh, was it the Euros or World Cup? Uh, World, Cup. Been World Cup. World I Cup, yeah. Yeah. World, yeah. Let me Ooh, tell what you a free kick that was. That. We have the... Uh, the best left fullback and the best right back of the Portuguese league as we speak. Without you, a doubt. You guys might disagree with me or somebody no. else, supposedly Benfica's and Portices, but at this point in time, <laughs> Nunmins and Pujo, they're much better than everybody else. Agreed. Benfica's might think Nun Tavares, but uh, Benfica's are a little fucked up in the head anyways. Ramaldo no. isn't either. Dimitri Kilch. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. It's his own stuff. <laughs> uh, next question comes in from a uh, past guest, uh, Rui Costa, the good Rui Costa, um, at Rui Cost or C O S T three zero one zero five zero one eight on Twitter. 
Wow. Que nom, que nom do caralho. <laughs> his name, uh, his question is, uh, is a new striker a must at the January transfer window or is Sporar and Tomaj enough? Keep in mind Luis Felipe is somewhere. And Pedro Marques is doing well for the B team. Um, Christian, I'll, I'll ask you this question. Yeah. I want a striker. Give me a fucking yeah, two, two million, two million, two million euro striker who who scored twenty six in the Bulgarian league last season. Give me, please, give me that. But I'll settle for any anyone with quality. But I, I want another Eastern European striker for some reason. <laughs> or or North African. I don't want to remind everybody. Oh you yeah, on pennies. <laughs> For pennies, and he was killing it in the Argelia and the um, Algerian league. Uh, next question comes in from Alkshit Youth uh, on Twitter. He asks, "Do you think Pot can be better, or can be better as, or, or I guess he means better than, as good as, or better than Bruno Fernandes in a few years?" I'll say it like that. Steph, what do you think? Oh yeah, of course, uh, he has all the potential for that. Uh, he's much younger than uh, Bruno Fernandes, and uh, he looks like he's a he's a leader. Um, he's a born leader. Um, as you can tell, when he plays on the pitch, he's always readjusting his teammates. Uh, and he's only 20, 21, 20. He's not that, you know, he's, so he has a lot of room for improvement. So I think he, he could be better than Bruno Fernandes if he listens to his coaches. And I think that he's, he's a good listener and he, He's just going to get better and better. For sure. I, I 100% agree. Um, our next question actually comes from our chat from New York's finest, Johnny Singero. Uh, he asks, do we have the option to buy Poru if we want? I'm actually not too sure. I, I, Paul here says he doesn't believe yes. so. I think it's yes. Uh, I've I, gone back and forth. I've seen both answers. I'm pretty sure it's yes for 9.5 million euros. Which would I be heard a, steal. a little bit less. I heard for 8 million. Really? I thought João Castro tweeted out like maybe three weeks ago to a month ago that we did. So I considered him a definitive source. Yep. Because he probably got it from someone. Maybe, I will admit that they have been like totally not transparent about that. So we have to like find it in like weird places and like get the wrong answer. Yeah. Let me just say what's up to Danny. Hey, Danny Baldwin, what's up, man? <laughs> I think that's uh, that's slowly becoming our number one fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, next question comes in from. Uh, He's from Texas. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Howdy, bro. Yeah, Howdy there. Me, we work together. <laughs> really, He's uh, my typical buddy, and because oh, of sorry. me, he's a uh, Sportingista. He even says it this way: Sportingista. <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. That's hey, sick, cool, bro. Cool guy. Cool guy. <laughs> Um, next question comes in from uh, our boy Matt Paiva, Casa de Paiva on Twitter, mpaiva7. Uh, before going on to it, congratulations, bro, on being a father. Uh, much love, nothing but health and uh, happiness from here on out, bro. Um, seconded, yeah. Uh, his, little girl, uh, yeah, a little girl. Um, his question is of the players that are no longer included in RA's plans, Christovsky, Kamashu, Gaspar. Rodrigo Fernandes, uh, etc. Uh, who would you like to see Amurin call back up and give another opportunity to? Uh, he says, personally, for me, it's still too early to quit on Kamashu 
just yet, given his age. I actually 100% agree with you there, Matt. I think uh, we gave him a lot of chances last year for sure. Um, but I mean, when you pay seven million for a guy, what I mean, he's a kid. He's still like 19 or 20ish, 21 years old. At, at the very least, you loan him out this season. If not, you give him. Yeah, you, you at least let him train with the fucking team, man. Matilde Oliveira last year was at least always in the training squad. Um, I know we didn't have a cutthroat manager like like Amuring, and I, I respect Amuring's uh, way of being, and, and maybe it's for the best. Uh, but I think when you invest into a kid that much, a kid that showed promise, showed potential, uh, I mean, Liverpool wanted him for fuck's sakes, or had him for a bit for fuck's sakes. I, I think you give him that shot. Um, what about you guys, though? Steph? Look, like, of the, guy, of the guys, of the players not included, who would you like to see given oh, another chance? Um, I think only Ritowski. I mean, Kamashi turned me off. Uh, Towards the end of the season last year, I was expecting more for him to solve some games for Sporting. And he, like I said before, just five minutes ago, he, he couldn't decide between taking a shot and crossing the ball. And every time he crossed the ball, he, he overpowered the, the crosses. I was really, really disappointed just because I know he's young, but he's not that young because he went to Liverpool, for God's sake. He didn't learn anything in England. He comes back like... Uh, like a, a a kid that didn't learn anything overseas. He actually so, got worse in England. So yeah, huge <laughs> disappointment. Um, Played out of position a lot, but he, he also shouldn't be a, a crybaby on on trying to force his way on the wing. Yeah. Like if you're not good enough, you're not good enough. But much more from him and a lot yeah. the same thing. I mean, both of them were at Liverpool. So Kamasha now, I, I want him gone, and uh, like a package deal between him. Like uh, sell them in pairs. I don't know. I don't give a shit. They need to be gone from our. Team. I mean, between the two of them, that's a ten million euro investment, and it's yeah. impossible to get that much back. Waste possible. Yeah. To get I mean, anywhere near that. Yeah. I, I, that's it, man. <laughs> uh, next question is from the chat again. Eric Inker in the cell. He asks, "What are you guys' favorite Spartan kit?" I'll, I'm just gonna pass it to our kit man. Our expert in kits, Chris. What are you thinking? Favorite sporting kit? Um, I guess my favorite. My favorite home kit is probably either the two thousand and eighteen nineteen Macron. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, or the two thousand and five six Reebok anniversary kit. Um, my favorite away kit is probably either the 15-16 Champions League third kit or, I mean, there's a lot of away kits that I like, but I'll leave it at that because I don't want to fucking get in the weeds too much. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, next question comes in from uh, Creator90, at Creator90, Creator with a zero, not an O. He asks, who's been the biggest surprise for you so far in the team? Uh, Steph. It's um, uh, it's difficult because it's been so many. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll say Nunu. I, I didn't expect Nunu Sanch to be this good. I, I knew he was good. The kid was class. He had a crazy season for Iwav last year. I didn't expect him to be this good. I, I think he should start every game. And ahead of Jovan, and I love Jovan. I think it would be, for me, Nunmensch. Why? And I'll tell you why. Because yeah. he's only 
17, 18 now. Yeah. And uh, he behaves like he's a seasoned 27 years old player. His level of maturity and the way he plays uh, on the pitch is just amazing for someone that's so young. He's full of confidence. And he, he made everyone forget about, guess who? Acuna. Yeah. Which is true. extremely difficult. Who remembers about Acuna? Nobody does. No, nobody even talks about him. And an international from Argentina and a new men's from uh, the sub-21 team, under-21 team, made us all Spartanistas, including Portis forget Benfica forget about Acuna. So by far, I won't say by far, but Nun Mens, but I'm content with Pots, Nun Sanch, uh, Pelinha, of course, uh, Jean Mario, Adam, Fedal. Now, we were a little bit harsh on him, but I think we forgot that when he came to Sporting, he was hurt. And finally, now he's nice and healthy. And now he's showing all his qualities. Even that, he's been okay uh, for such, such an average player. Um, so the whole team is uh, is pretty good, you know. I like it. Like you said, the, the bench is nice and deep. But against uh, as a backup, Matheus Nunes, uh, even Thiago, uh, I just love the team we have. And all the credit goes to Ruben and Murin, but we have to give some credit to Verandes because he's the one who say yes or no. Yeah, so. for sure. For sure. We got to give him the credit when he deserves it. Yep. Um let me quickly read off this this comment from Juicebox Leal uh, saying how he's very content with the team right now. Hope we can continue on this path, but can't help but think how nice it would have been to have Bruno in this team with Amurin. Could have had a nice title run. Uh, I agree. I 100% agree. Also, David Pereira, our favorite Bracarins, uh, saying, This isn't the depressing podcast I grew to love. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, who knows? Next week? Yeah, yeah. Weeks, you never know. might go man. downhill, You're- buddy. We'll be back. Hey, I have a feeling we'll be back. This one. is sporting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, David, I'll tell you what. I will no longer call Braga Mefica B because you guys won. Twice now. Don't forget they won last year with the Murin, too. Yeah. 2020 has really been a weird year, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, next question comes in from uh, M underscore Freitas 18. Um, in this title contending year, sporting had to be almost perfect. Um, or sorry, in title contending years, Sporting had to be almost perfect. Minimal losses. We've seen the years uh, when we lost only twice in in a season. Do you think Porto and Befica slip ups? Uh, does this give Sporting some room for error? I have always said that Sporting needs to be perfect to win the title. The last time we won, we needed Super Mario and his forty two goals. Uh, brings up a good point. Um, I think what what they're trying to ask here is. Uh, do you, do you think we're going to be reliant on, on our rivals dropping points? Or do you think that Sporting, you know, have some room for error and we can still, like, ball out? Or do we have to – I don't quite understand this question, but I'm guessing that's what they're saying. Like, do you think Sporting well, has to be almost perfect to win scary. a title? But we it's kind of always scary, have to be uh, perfect to win a title, no? Uh, well, I mean, last season, I think that we saw the the winner ending up with much fewer points than they normally end up with. Like – Basically, like, are we going to need, like, 86 points to be champions in this league, right, this season? And I, I don't think that we will. Um, so, yes, I guess there is some margin for error, and the others are burning their margin for error perhaps a little early. But, I mean, I have no doubt that in February on a cold Thursday night, 
that we could drop points at fucking Mordaidance or some shit. Like, I, I, I mean, I can't, you, I mean, it'll happen eventually, you would think. Um, so, yeah, you just, I guess it's good to have that little cushion um, that we have right now. But, I mean, you drop points and that cushion's, like, immediately gone in one match day, right? And you only have a one-point lead. So, yeah, I mean, it's great, but it's not like, it's not like it, we're, we're opening up a, like a, a, a crevice or something, you know? Yeah, 100% agree. Um, and that's it with the questions. Thank you guys for all of the questions today. We really appreciate that. Uh, half an hour in and not even a, a word about the game yet, but let's get straight into the game. Um, actually, I have one thing to say just to David and Richard. Uh, this isn't a depressing podcast, but I'd like you to remember uh, we did celebrate Kaiser Ball for a solid two weeks. Uh, so get, we're not totally, we're not always depressing <laughs> just most of the time. Uh, Wait, there might the, be more questions, bro, to be honest, like on the quote tweet. Yeah, I checked. I don't think oh, you, got, you got all those. That oh. was the, yeah, yeah. If, if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm wrong, we'll do it towards the end. Um, I think anyway, we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. The 11 was we had Antonio and Dan in net with Fazal, Kowach, and Luis Neto at the back. Nuno Mendes and Pedro Polo on the wings with João Pelinha and João Mario in the midfield with Nuno Sanch, uh, Sporar and Pot up top. We had substitutions of Mateus Nunes, Daniel Bragança, Tiago Tomás, Gonçalo Plata and Giovanni Cabral coming off the bench to score a goal. And a pretty nice goal. Um, Steph, I'll start it off with you, dude. What were your thoughts on, on that game? We started pretty strong. Uh, yeah. We could have scored, uh, scored on the first minute uh, when João Mario with that banger, uh, you almost scored. That would have been an awesome, beautiful goal. But we didn't. But we pressed. We kept the uh, the uh, the foot on the on the uh, accelerator, and uh, and then we scored eventually. Um, and uh, <clears throat> after that, Guimarães, uh like it's natural, they're playing at home, losing one nothing. So so. Usually, typically, teams playing at home, losing one nothing, they try to tie the game, so they they start playing better, um, and um, and we managed to to uh, go to this to uh, the second half with uh, being up two 0 uh, with one goal from Nunsens at the eleventh minute, and then put at forty the forty third minute. Um, so that was that was a a good first half by Sporting. Which Guimarães also played well, but they never scored. The the header from uh, Suleimani um, that could have changed the game a little, but I think Sporting would have attacked a bit more, um, and then we would have gotten third goal goal eventually. I don't think we would have lost this game even if they scored. Uh, so because we we played much better than uh, than Guimarães at all levels, they did they did retain the game in the first half. For for a good portion of the first half, uh, but if you if you look at the statistics, um, I'm going to pull it up now. Um, so the possession of the ball, they had 56 percent. We had 44. So they had 15 uh, uh, shots, and then we had 16 shots uh, on goal. They had only one shot, and we had six. And then uh, corner kicks, they had five. We had two. So with the statistics, as you can see, they only had they only had one great shot at goal, just one. We had six, totally different. So if we scored all six, we, we would have won six six nothing. 
and they would have scored one goal that had her from uh, Suleimani. So we dominated the game the second half. Uh, we came out strong again, and then we, we scored again with a goal from Pot again at the 55th minute. And then uh, Giovanni, uh, he, he finished with the, and, uh, the fourth goal at the 74th minute. Overall, this team plays with full of confidence, and uh, we... We just need to keep pressing and keep keep listening to uh, Ruben and Mourinho, and uh, and uh, we'll have a shot of uh, staying in the first place for a long time if if we play this way. And Ruben and Mourinho, one thing I like about him, he makes the substitutions very early. He doesn't wait until the seventy fifth minute, which is what most coaches do. Uh, he does the substitutions around sixty the sixtieth minute, so I like that. He gives a chance for those players to change the outcome of the game. So a good game overall by uh, Sporting. 100% agree. How about you, Chris? You're on mute. Yeah, I thought that it was, uh, like uh, like Steph said, like a, a really good start again, um, right on top of them, just like the, the previous game. Um, just all over them initially. Sportad getting in dangerous spots. Um Madi, you shot off the bar. Um, I believe there was a new sense fast that just that just went wide. Like we, and then and then the goal obviously um, it came. Uh, and then after that, yeah, like Steph said, Dumanich had a portion of the game where they had some control. They had more shots. They had more possession. Um, they had the one free kick where Soliman, who had an own goal, a shocking defensive error. Um, and missed a free header from six yards out. Not a good game for Suleiman, um, but he had a great chance to score. And then, um, you know, kind of against the grain at the end of the second half, uh, we got the goal, good, a hard shot, um, deflected, and uh, 2 nothing. Kind of felt like we maybe a bit of an exaggerated scoreline at half um, for 2 nothing because I thought it was fairly evenly matched. Sporting had a period of domination, and then Gibanez had a period of domination. Um, and then in the second half, much of the same. I mean, Gimenez never really backed down, but like I just mentioned before, that error from Suleiman, you know, in like the 55th minute, it was the beginning of the second half to to let um, it was it was uh, it was was it Pot that he let um, through on the breakaway? Yeah, I think it was Pot. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, score and make it three nothing. You know that that's that's tough, you know, when you're down three, nothing like that. Or, and, uh, a done assist too. Yeah. A done assist. And, and Suleiman just fucking totally misjudges it out of position. It's shocking error. Look like my team on fucking Sunday league. Um, and, uh, and then after that, you I mean, given still stayed in it. I believe they they had an Andre Andre scored, but it was offside. Like they threatened, um, but then, you know, the fourth goal, I believe, was another another counterattack. Um, I thought Sporting was incredibly efficient in this game. It wasn't the total just obliteration beatdown that the Tondela game was, but it was the same scoreline. I think that this scoreline may have been a bit exaggerated, and if anything, the Tondela score was, you know, it didn't even – it was like it was generous to Tondela. You know, it could have been 9 nothing. Um so, yeah, I think 4 nothing is a bit exaggerated, but it's a very hard-fought win. Um, tough place to play. N- quality team. Um, and, yeah, it's just it's just a good old-fashioned, good-ass fucking result. Yeah. 
I, I agree. Um, I'll quickly throw in my two cents. Um, I, I, uh, I honestly, one of the things that I caught, uh, especially watching more of the replay or more of the highlights, uh, something that I really like from this Amudin squad is we don't miss a second. We start off on fire or we start off hot right away. Um, whether that's, um, Padinga getting a yellow card in the first 30 seconds, which I mean, we can go back to that game, but I thought that was totally justified, but it just shows the intent right away. João Mario against uh, Guimarães hitting it off the bar in the first 40 seconds. Uh, I love it that we don't fuck around anymore. Um, and that's one of the things I took from this game. But of course, as, as you were saying, as Paul's saying, even on the chat, um, we, we have to earn this, um, this scoreline. We have to earn this victory still. Guimarães is not an easy team. Albeit they might be struggling a bit early on this season, uh, some unfortunate and unforeseen circumstances, like uh, their 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 manager, you know, fucking off after the first two three games. Um, he was who, too scared to continue coaching. Who never had any managerial experience, mind you. But okay, whatever. They got the boy from from Santa Clara. He did good things at Santa Clara. Uh, so Guimarães is no pushover. They're no they're no you know they're still a good team, but. Um, and I don't want to discredit Guimarães as much as I want to give credit to Spartan because I think Spartan did play amazing and, and did earn the 4-0. Um, but yeah, what, what I've been really enjoying for the most part is the intent that Spartan has um, in these games. Um, and I think we're going to start a segment here called called Pot. Just, I don't know, I'll think of Pot of Gold or something, Jackpot or something because... This kid, every single game this season, lights out. Um, I hope that we can keep him for a while. I know in the chat they were saying Wolverhampton, how long is that going to take until they're back in for him, seeing as he was there for a few seasons. Uh, the kid is amazing. And they still own half his pass, which probably yeah, that's it complicated. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, I mean, don't get too good, Pot. Don't get too good. Yeah, please. <laughs> or get good enough like so we very, can. Very, very, very good, but not like incredible. Because once Bruno Fernandes passed that threshold, right? Gone. We were gone. Yeah, exactly. You can't exactly. get too good, or you're just gone immediately. He was. He was nominated the uh, best player midfielder uh, this month, uh, yeah. October, November. Yeah. So, uh, um, that I mean, with, with Plot, I think I think the future is bright with us, especially in the midfield. I, I uh, he didn't get the full ninety minutes, so I don't know how how well he is in terms of uh, stamina and fitness and all that. But I did enjoy Joel Mario's um, cameo or, or, or performance against Guimarães. I thought he did really well. Aside from not only the shot off the bar, but just his whole game in, in general. Um, yeah, no, I I got nothing else more to say that you I guys. I think he doesn't really say. have bad games. I've determined. Like, Another one, yes. I love his, Ferdinand. His bad love him. Oh. Did I lose you guys? Or did... No. Oh, no, we God. lost Chris. Um, Am I back now? Yeah, you're back. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. I was just saying, like, his, like, the fl his floor is so high. Like, his bad games are still, like, like or he doesn't have bad games. Or, or like, his average is still, it's, like, so high, you know? But don't forget, he's a midfielder. So yeah, he just he just blows everything up, man. He's he's the the top of the league. He's got what seven goals, I believe. Uh, yeah, seven or seven. six. Yeah, seven, he leads yeah. the league. Yeah. Yeah, he leads the league as a midfielder. So, 
Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Um, we replaced Bruno Fernandes with Bruno Fernandes, essentially. Um, unless anything else is meant to be said, guys, who's your man of the match? Unless you got anything else to say. It's got to be bought, of course. Yeah. Two goals and one assist. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't Third see straight else. man of the match. Yeah. I mean, Noon Sanch was uh, on point. Noon Mains, I mean, oh, what else can you say about that kid? But I, I really like Fidal. I think Fidal. Yeah. Fidal had an assist and a nice save. Yeah. Fidal is playing <laughs> solid. Solid at center back now. The back line was, was all very solid, I will. Uh, but he has some important, important, uh, you know, uh, uh, cuts, uh, cuts, comics, these. Yeah, uh, cuts. Or like def- yeah. yeah. Saves. Yeah. He was, he was great. Um, Juice Box Lial asking, what did you guys think of Nunu San's reaction when he got sobbed, subbed off? I actually didn't see it. I don't know if you guys seen it. Was he pissed? I think he was. I didn't see any negative remark. Yeah, I, I might have missed that too. Yeah, I didn't I mean, see it. Johnny saying uh, New Sense was indeed pissed when he was subbed off. It, hey, man, I, I love the kid even more if that's the if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. I love the kid even more. The fact that he still wanted to play and we had uh, he threw a fit. Juice Box the other thing. The fact that, that 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 happened and we were already up. We were up, I think, three nothing by the time he got subbed off. Let me just confirm that. Stat padding. Three nothing by the time he got off. Yeah. And he was pissed. I love it. I love it. And, and, I mean, and we and we and we not us, but Sporting Gistas crucified him for being Olympian. I love that. So Nothing you know what? To say about that. He's my favorite Olympian. <laughs> I don't know between him and Amuring. I don't know who's my favorite at this point. Both. <laughs> Both. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> um. All right. Cool. Let me go back to some Twitter questions as well. Uh, I, I, because I, I did miss him. I must say, I like, I like Cynthia too. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. But I don't I don't consider Cynthia Olympian. I consider her uh, well, she is. Olympia. Olympia. <laughs> it's, it's not it's it's not derogatory to call someone Olympia. No, no, I'm like, kidding. It's a nickname. Like Lagarde. Same yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't get offended when people call me a Lagarde. Um Anyway, oh, and the, so Johnny and uh, Mysterious Donut saying he threw a bottle on the floor. That's amazing. That's amazing. Anyways, uh, let me actually – I did miss a few Twitter questions. Uh, so let's go back to that before we move on to Mudalidaj and, uh, and et cetera. Uh, first question coming in from Lauren. Uh, her ad is uh, Mary uh, Chipmas on Twitter, at Lauren Yeno with three O's. Uh, how long do you think we can keep up our strong start to the season? Uh, and who have been the three standout players so far? How long do you guys think we can uh, we can uh, keep the song start, the strong start so far? I think at sense? least through the end of the year. Yeah, I think we could finish really strong because we just spoke about that offline. So we play yeah. for the Portuguese Cup, which would could, could give those minutes to our bench players. Um, then we play Mureirense at home. Then we go to Famalicão. Then we play against uh, who do we play at home? The third game. Uh, I know the uh, last game is Bulnance. Uh, I'll check me a sec. I totally forgot too. You said it too. Familiar, uh, you said that. 
Oh, yeah, Famalicão. Ou Farense, Farense. Farense. Em casa. Em casa. So, it's the Kevin S. Uh, no estádio... Uh, Jamor. Jamor, yeah. Yeah. They don't have the uh, enough lighting uh, on oh, their shit. state. Uh, Wait, it's who in Jamor? Oh, Sacavenense. Okay. Sacavenense, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. we play at home with Moreirense. Then we go to Famalicão. Then we play at home with Ferenc. And we finish 2020 at Belém, in Belém. Yeah. Uh, Not in Belém. Okay. <laughs> in Jamor. Okay. So they fucking uh, wish. <laughs> we 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 have a doable schedule, and we if we play the way we've been playing, I could see Sporting finishing uh, 2020 in first place. It's we it's it's we control that now. We control that, yeah. and I think Ruben Amorim is thinking about that, and he's preparing the team for such. I'm crossing my fingers now with the goddamn national team, especially the sub 21. Hmm. Uh, because they have a lot of our players. Yeah, they do. And I know all the other players that they play for their, uh, you know, countries. So I'm hoping everyone comes back healthy. When Kowatch came out on the news that he was hurt and he came back, I was actually happy that he came back. Yeah. Do you, you, know? you guys think that's fake? I don't. I think that is no. fake. I think it's only fake, because he's not, the star, he's not the starter. <laughs> I just watched I... him play 90 minutes every play. Yeah, yeah they just, he doesn't want to go there to sit. And with COVID and everything, like, <laughs> I wouldn't exactly. want to fucking There's... fly to South America to watch the game it, either. Me because it, it was it was the, the, the diagnosis was done by the uh, physician of the national team of Uruguay. So I don't think they would fake it. How though? Over a Zoom call? Well, you know, I mean it, <laughs> I'm, 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 hurt. <laughs> I'm just no because the clubs they do have to send them a report of their uh, physical condition and medical condition. And then sometimes they believe it, sometimes they don't believe them, and they still call them for the physician of the national team to do their own assessment. So I'm glad he came back. And uh, oh, I yeah, was, me too. I would skip him for Sir Kevin S and save him for Murray S. And real Africa Yeah. I would, well, what's the backstory for that, for that Kuresma, game? No, it's Kurajma Inasiu. I'm just forgetting another B player, uh, B team player. Either, either Neto or Neto or yeah. or no. But I would say hey, uh, whoever is less like exhausted as the third one. Yeah. Oh, Ilari. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> For this, this, I, I would do better. Bro, I just finished playing soccer, man. Let me be fucking center back. My Sunday five, league team can five foot five, buddy. <laughs> five foot five. Five foot five. I'd win no headers, but buddy, I'd fucking do better than Ilari. <laughs> he doesn't win any headers either. Oh, yeah, true. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, Johnny bringing up a good point too in terms of the schedule. Of course, this is for twenty twenty one, but Braga's first game of this of the that calendar year, January third. Braga, so let's hope uh, the boys aren't uh, hung over too much from uh, the New Year. <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not going to 2021. But yeah, not yet, not yet, of course. Let's of course. dream about 2020. <laughs> <laughs> not that far. And, what, and what can possibly be? What can possibly be? Because um, if, if we lead by, by a decent amount of points, yeah. then we, we'll go against Braga. I think we play 
Do we play at Braga that game or away? No, I think I we play at home. I think we play. I think it's the same thing like last season. We get all of the big teams at home first, and then we go away the second, uh, the segunda volta. Let me okay. just make sure. Uh, yeah, it's Braga at home. Yeah. Um, yep. Next question comes in from David Pereira. Uh, he asks, is Jovan worth selling if he doesn't fit in the system? I think they tried to sell him truthfully uh, this season or this offseason, especially with those rumors to Southampton. Didn't get what they wanted. I, I think we can easily get a, a $20 million offer for, for Jovan, or at least 50. I know. Listen, looking at this administration, they got a $10, 15000000 million offer. I agree with you guys. I We shouldn't. But looking yeah. at this administration, they would. Fifteen. I don't think they. I don't think they got. Them. I don't think they got fifteen because I think they. I don't think so either. 15. I think they got. Like I'm 10. saying if if they get fifteen, they'll they'll sell them. Is my the, my fear the, and what I think the, will happen. What I think is going to happen is the following: If we are in the title race by January, which is it's called the winter market. Yeah, that's true. I don't think we will sell him because he's going to be very important to Sporting. Uh, Nonsense. He's going to get five yellow cards, suspended one game or two games. Same thing with Bot. Same thing with the, uh, with the with the um, Sporad. So we're gonna need him. So it's a long goddamn season. We still yeah. how many games left? Twenty seven games. Uh, only the league, and then we still have Tessa Portugal, Tessa da Liga. So we do need good players on the bench. Stop fucking all all this yeah. big up. We're gonna sell. I'm sick of that. We yeah. need the whole team now. You know? 100%, 100% agree. And and also, I, I don't think it's necessarily Jovan doesn't fit in the system. I just simply think it's he Jovan isn't. Striker. Okay, yes, yeah, so he doesn't fit as a striker. He fits as a winger. He's, he's, not, he's done well as a winger. I think he's just not consistent enough. Nunu Sanchez has been consistent. Um, Tumaj, say what you want about the kid. The kid's been consistent. Like, he does his job to the T. Jovan, there's been times of Jovan where I think Jovan is brilliant and he's amazing. I recall back to last year uh, where we were comparing, obviously in the beginning of Felix's run at Benfica, but we were comparing Jovan to Felix and we were saying Jovan was better than him, et cetera, et cetera, which at the time he was. I'm just saying it's that inconsistency with Jovan that sort of fucks him over. It might hinder his career from being like a really amazing player because I think he has the potential to do that. He definitely, he'll thank Corpu for that, you know, like he's a physical guy. He's a fast, pacey, explosive winger. We have, I think we can expect a lot from him. I don't think it's just that he doesn't. I think he fits the system. It's just he's inconsistent. I, I, that's my that's my opinion. I, I think I think at this point in time, it's it's fair to say it's a question of preference by Ruben Amorim. Yeah, he prefers too. to play with Nunes and Pot as wingers from the get go. Then it, on, on the bench, he's got this is what he had against Kimbrens. Gonzalo Plata, Luis Maximiano. He plays goalie, of course. Christian Borre defender. Mateus uh, Nunes, he plays... Oh, there's another center back for us that we yeah. can think of who ended up staying. You got Jovan Borges. He's a, he's a winger. He's not a, a striker. And then you have Tiago Tomás, which he pressures really well. He needs to get better in, in finishing. But he's one of those players He's annoying to any defense. He will run, run, run. He won't stop running. And I love that about the kid. Then he had Rodrigo Fernandes. He's more a, mid, a midfielder. And Daniel Braganza, which could do uh, João Mario's position if need be, which he did. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a question of preference at this point in time. But I love having um, Jovan Borges, uh, you know, Cabral, 
on the bench because maybe Nunes' next game is going to be off. And Ruben Amorim is one of those coaches that if he has to do a substitution at minute 35, he will. Yeah. Uh, o Sérgio Conceição, he did that. Yeah. You know, when they were losing against Portimonense, uh, coaches now realizing, hey, I can do substitution as soon as I need it. Uh, so I don't think we should sell him at all. Uh, you know, so we're doing well agree. and we need a strong team on the bench as well. 100% agree. These are the good headaches to have. Yep. Uh, what, who to start, you know? These are good headaches. Um, next question uh, was from Fabio at F21 Ramuj. Um, and I believe this is the last one uh, until Alfred Kerki gets back on us in the chat. He wanted to ask us a question live. So please do so now, uh, Rui. But anyways, Fabio asks, what are some of your guys' expectations at the start of the season versus how we're performing now? Um, Chris, I'll, I'll give that one to you, dude. Because I, I know expectations weren't too high in the start of the season. I'm no, I mean, ex- too. expectations were try to be uh, in the mixer for third, right? Because third would be a Champions League playoff. Um, I guess we've had to retool our expectations or, um, you know, retool what we, what we expect. But uh, I also think that it's been aided uh, by, obviously we're winning, but our rivals are dropping points. If our rivals had, had also have five wins and one tie and we all had the same points, would the conversation be the same? Um, maybe. Um, but I think that not like obviously like us playing well and our rivals playing be- playing bad has it's like it's a double benefit, right? So we're, I think right now we're benefiting from the double or the triple because uh, both our rivals aren't uh, really tearing it up um, despite yeah. Porto getting a result this weekend. Um, barely. A <laughs> uh, quick little point here from Paul Pont. Uh, Befica conceded nine goals in the league at this point, the first time since 2001 2002. Who won the league that year? Buddy, has it been that long? Bovista. <laughs> 2001 2002 was us. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it was the following year. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and you we uh, had it too, so. All, right. All I have to say, I'm going to put my two cents into this. Yes, please, please. Is that uh, when the when the referees are neutral and they let the players be and play the game, then the the best team will win, like Sporting Day against Guimarães. But when they make grotesque mistakes, like as Zavalad against Sport, that PK was a PK. We could have missed, but we got robbed of a PK, even with the VAR. And now against uh, Portimonense, another goal that was taken uh, from Portimonense. Uh, the question of intensity, is that a foul that only applies against Sporting, I guess? Against Porto never applies. Um, Porto's had two phantom goals ruled out in two yes, weeks by their opponents. Big time. And, and I can see the tendency of, uh, I don't know what's going on, to favor Porto lately. More than Befica, I hate to say that, but it's obvious. It's you. I'm only stating the obvious. It's Close a scale, the, right? And it just it shifts from one side to the other, shifting. right? Yeah, it's shifting, right? And I'm sure it'll shift back by January. <laughs> yeah, but the thing that bothers me the most is you have the goddamn VAR, and they still get it wrong. The, against Sporting, it was uh, it wasn't a PK because of the intensidad do lance. 
And then this PK, uh, th this call that they they uh, canceled against Portimonense, you telling me that the intensity was way too much. That's why they canceled the goal. God, come on, the guy's Mabemba is six three against a little midget, and he felt <laughs> like he was a, a domino. <laughs> It, it it seems like VAR is just another tool to uh, yeah. to help out uh, the others. When needed. Um, sorry, let me just try to quickly find uh, word for word uh, Rui's question from last Porto week. should be uh, two. They should be like in uh, eighth place or something with minus four points. Oh, his questions are in the chat, Danny. No, I'm saying from last week. Um, cause it's, it's something about time travel, but now I'm just trying to yeah, find. Do you it. think time travel is possible? Okay, there you go. That's what it was. <laughs> so, boys, back to oh, there it is. Oh, it is here. Do you think time travel is possible? <laughs> I just want to say I uh, I've been through some rabbit holes down on YouTube, and uh, <laughs> I, I do believe I do believe it's not a coincidence. Mesut Ozil looks a lot like the guy that created Ferrari, and that guy <laughs> died on the same day Ozil was born. Coincidence? I don't know. <laughs> but then his follow-up question is, if you could go back and watch or change one thing or event in Sporting's history, what would it be? That's a good one. Oh, easy. Go. The final, the, UEFA? the final at home for the UEFA Cup when we lost 3-1. I agree. For I me, agree. that's the one. Richard Neves ag agreeing with you too, Steph. Uh, saying that they broke my heart a year after the national team did the same. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. No, and that was when I was just getting into soccer. Too. Yeah, Sorry, same. football too. Same. Uh, that was horrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll agree with you. The 05 final. How about you, Chris? Man, that's a, the 05 final is a good shout. Um, hmm. Season uh, Portugal against Avs. No. Time travel, time travel, tell shit a few years ago and lock the fucking gates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's nah. a few. Season 15 16 when we lost against uh, Guimarães. Or we, or no, I think the most important one was when we tied 3 3 to Guimarães when we were also, up 3 nothing. Also, losing on that season. Brian Ruiz missing that goal. Oh, Brian Open Ruiz. Oh, this. Oh, this. I in cima da baliza para apanhar essa bola, caralho. Meter na baliza. Maybe, uh, maybe. How about uh, Atletico Madrid quarterfinals of the 2017-18 Europa League? That's we beat shot. Atletico Madrid. We're in the semis, and we we knocked the team out that would eventually go on to win the competition. Who knows? The text message never happens. Like. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I think that was a turning point, to be honest. Paul Ponce saying the game against Bayern is pretty bad. Damn, that's the, not the two Which games. one? The, the first two one games. or the second one? <laughs> oh, this, the two games are pretty bad, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. That was a, that was a nightmare. The, my only listen. The only co consolidation I get from losing that bad to Bayern is Arsenal did it about the same and spent about triple <laughs> of what we had. So. Uh, that's my only constellation. But yeah, a lot of people saying uh, uh, oh, Richard yeah. also saying 2012, 2012 Liga Europa against yeah. uh, Bill Bow. Quatch yeah. mistake. Uh, shake my head, Johnny Singero. Um, okay, this time I believe I got all of them. 
all the questions. If I did miss your question, guys, I'm sorry. Maybe I've had one too many super box. Uh, who Send knows? Send him a text message. Uh, here's his number, 201. <laughs> <laughs> 201. I, that's an interesting area code. It's not Toronto. Oh, no, okay. that's and New Jersey. Real, uh, the Real Alfrikensky saying, or Rui, our boy Rui saying, 1964, Tasa de Tasa. I'd love to watch that game. Or maybe make a certain player from Mozambique didn't change sides at the last minute. Hmm. Uh, hey, I can't. I can't disagree with that. I, I just wasn't. My dad was one years old. I couldn't think back to those times, bro. But yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Tassage, tassage. bro. I would love to even go back in time and watch one of those older games too, man. I mean, you, Sporting I in mean, the '80s. You could catch the game on uh, on YouTube. That's who Kenting Dumuraish when he scored mm, that true. goal from corner kick, uh, and we won the Tassage Tassage. Um, and you could see the celebration of Sporting Gistas at the airport of Lisbon. It, it's actually, uh, it, it made me actually drop a little tear. It's like black and white, right? It's that yeah. old, right? Yeah. Wow, yeah. Looking up the TVs back in the days. I mean, I would even go back, like, to, if time travel was a thing, I'd even go back to see Balakov play because I've never, I mean, he left Sporting the year I was born, you know? Like, I've never really, yeah. aside from videos, I've never really seen him play like. I mean, live would be hard because I'm in Toronto, but live in terms of like watching it live on the tel on the TV. Did you, you see Danov? Sorry? Did you see Yordanov play? Yordanov, I don't think so either. No. If I player. seen him play, I was really young. Like I didn't really, man, up until like 2004, 2005, that I like nine, ten years old, that I really start like caring about like players on the back because it all yeah, started I with those it all started with CR7. Yeah. At the new stadium, Marie Duarte, because you know I'm I'm from Aveiro, yeah, and uh, and I saw them play at Marie Duarte. Rest in peace, stadium Marie Duarte. I know. <laughs> Benamar's killing it, by the way. I just want to say, Campionato another win this weekend. Campionato, bro. I think we can uh, we can make a claim for we. Betamar can make a claim for uh, for second division next year. We'll see. I mean, they deserve to be. At They're least doing in well. Second division. Oh, man, they deserve to be in second division. Coimbra des or Academica deserves to be in the first division. So many, man. Stuball, Stuball didn't deserve to go down the way they did, even though Stuball's a pain in our ass. Still a historic club. You know, you know what's it? Well, you know what's amazing about Stuball? Um, I mean, Stuball, they have to take care of their own business and their own problems. But I was expecting Mourinho to like extend his hand and help them. You wouldn't have to be like uh, publicized to the public, but he's got so much fucking money. He could have helped them a little, you know. Yeah. For someone that says he's so sardine, he's so he's so Vitorian, fucking. Anyway. I know that's true too. That is true too. I mean, and what, his dad is a legend there, man. In Lamborghinis and the Bugattis and whatever you buy. Uh, it, I just want to read this out from Richard Neves, uh, mainly because me and Steph are both from Avedo. His great, great, great uncle founded uh, Beta Mar. Shout out to Antonio Pingu des Neves. That's crazy. Damn, that's that awesome. is crazy. Damn, that is crazy. Um, one of the most pressing memories is that Befica or is that Spartan Befica game, first uh, game that Seek carried live when Balakov scored right at the start in the middle of the smoke from the torches. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and to the people from Avedo. Putas na, na praia da, 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 oh, what's the name? I'm, I just I just forgot the name. Oh, okay, I'll say Praça de Peixe à noite. 
<laughs> I've had way too much fun there. Uh, <laughs> and let me go uh, straight into the Mudalidad. Uh, um, of course, we had Spartan beating Guimarães 4 nothing at home for the soccer, but the basketball team beat uh, Vitoria Guimarães as well, uh, 112-71. Uh, we had the, our hockey team uh, winning a, a, a Clásico, 4-2 uh, against Porto. Sporting B, of course, 2-1 against Fontinhas. We got off to a fire start that game. Uh, Pedro Marques scoring two goals, who was recently in, uh, on, on our bench like a few times uh, this season. So shout out to Pedro Marques. He's been doing well. Uh, Bruno Paz as, a, as, as our captain. Love to see it. Um, our, our volleyball team also beat Guimarães. Guimarães got, got dicked down from us this weekend. Let me just say. 3-0. Uh, <clears throat> now, I don't know if that was the women's and the males. I have to apologize for that. Uh, because the males. The males. So then the women beat 3 0 Club Kairos. Is that correct? No. Perfect. Oh, the males, no. too. The females didn't play. And the males, too. Oh, yeah, okay. Got it. The females um, didn't our, our feet. Females didn't play. My bad. So the boys won, won 3 0 uh, against Guimarães and Club de Kairos. Um, our female team, our female soccer team, of course, killed Adus uh, Francos 13 0 at home. Um, and our futsal team also killed Azmeige, uh eight to one. Um, our our uh, tennis de mesa beat. Uh, I don't think I will be able to pronounce this. Gila Gila Breu for nothing, and then um, our our hockey de feminina beat Dajal thirteen nothing. Vivo Sporting. Uh, I don't think I missed anything, but uh, if I did, I do apologize. Um, yeah. You missed today's game. I said. Oh, okay. oh what was today's? Today, uh, the handball team, they won against uh, Adi Sanjuanes uh, 36-22 at home. So we remain in first place with nine victories, no defeats. And last but not least, our volleyball team, we went to Germany. And uh, even though we lost against uh, the German team 3-2, to uh, because we had won at home 3 nothing. We advanced to uh, the 16th round, the round of 16th, to the CEV uh, Challenge Cup, and we lost against HG Jensen. Uh, but um, you know, still, still good because we advanced. So, congrats to our volleyball team. And Johnny, sorry, uh, I was right the first time. I just second guessed it because I was thinking Bara was something else. But it's as I, I was thinking Praia de Bara, but. But I have the Vegeta also fire, bro. I agree. Um, yeah, and uh, thank you, Rui. Uh, and they lost today in Germany. Yeah, 3 2. Uh, perfect. Oh, also, before we move on to just previews, just a quick mention of uh, Brun Tavares, who got shot in the what chest. What the fuck even happened? He was uh, like, I'll ask you guys. It was his friend, case. right? It was like an accident. A, a group a of friend. friends, and then by mistake, they, uh, and uh, I mean, I know about guns because it's part of my job, and it's it's I keep I always as soon as I get home I lock it, and you don't play with it, you know. Yeah. So, so it was by accidental discharged, and he was aiming at his chest. So he's lucky. He's lucky. He's, he's very chest. lucky. I don't know what kind of gun it was because apparently he's probably he's, a handgun. Yeah, apparently he's home. He's fine. How? He got shot in the fucking chest. 
He's just good and like. It depends. Maybe hours. if it's like up here on the shoulder, like you just have to. That's actually the best place to get shot. That's what they say is the best place to get shot. Is like oh, the, shoulder. the shoulder. The shoulder. Yeah, I don't, know. Just goes, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I thought it made it seem like yeah, shot right in the dead center. It's a good thing it was in the head. <laughs> I went. To, I went to a gun range once, bro. Like that's <laughs> one more time than I've been. <laughs> really. That's, never, that's surprising. I don't know, man. Like, not Canada up here is even stricter. Gun, I know, man. like, <laughs> like gun laws are always stricter here, bro. <laughs> yeah, but with that said, you know, it's like, watch out what kind of friends you have, who you hang out with. Yeah, uh, Rui saying, um, playing with a gun in a car, stupid kids. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't Where the more. fuck do they, they even get that gun? Bad, bad boy. <laughs> Johnny saying Tavares chilling with them goons. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, straight you, up, though. You know, you, you're a professional soccer player for, for yeah. one of the teams in Portugal. When the dude starts flipping the gun around in the car, is when you should say, Why, <laughs> why, why, what's, why am I in this situation? If you have a knucklehead friend with a gun, you should dismiss him right away. Yeah, that's it. we done, bro. I'm going home. <laughs> it's- uh, and yeah, bro, the kid, the kid just signed a professional contract like a few months ago. Come on, man. And he's doing but well. Thankfully, thankfully, he's okay. And he and is doing well. He's for doing the, for really the... good. I've been watching the uh, the under twenty three teams. Yeah. We started with three losses, and so far we we've we on a four win streak. We're in second place. We bypassed Benfica. The only team on top of us is Studio. And they do have uh, more points than we do. One more point, but they have two two games to play still. Uh, Bristol apparently is a stronger team in the uh, South Division. Yeah. Um, but still, uh, f- from three losses and and we we get a lot of ground. So so finally, and we all the coaches, the the B team, the under twenty three, they play the same system as the uh, as the A squad. So everyone is adopting the three four three uh, tactic, and it's paying off. It's paying off. So, and which is great because if Amurin, if he's short of players, he can any day, any time, pick up a player from the B team or under twenty three squad because they all playing the same system. So that's good. Yeah, Finally, exactly. common sense. Exactly. So um, I don't want people to think we all is. Crushing Varandas, but finally, uh, we're looking good not only in soccer but even modalities. We're in first place in everything, in exception for under 23, but we gained a lot of ground. We're in second place when we were like in sixth, not even making the playoffs because the top three teams they make the playoffs for the final um championship games, then they have a little uh, league with six teams from three from the south, three from the north. To, to see who's going to be champion. But to me, the most important thing about the under-23 and B team, it's uh, how how we we uh, de- develop players. Develop. That's what's most yeah. important. For- yeah, 100%. Uh, last thing I'll, I'm going to read out. Uh, Richard Neves saying, uh, Bruno Tavares was hanging out with Ruben Smedo? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Ruben Semedo was never even stupid enough to shoot himself with his own gun. No, no. You know what he does? You know, you know, you know what he does, Ruben Smith? He has a party with 30 people. Um, yeah. That is what he does. He would have been... When we have the COVID-19 going on. I mean, that's really smart. I hope he I hope he does go to Benfica. Because he's perfect for them, bro. <laughs> I, I, 
No. I kind of want him back, but... actually, I, I wouldn't mind him back. I wouldn't mind him back. I'm going to do some shit like this. Oh, no, to remind yeah. to stay in Benfica for many years. Oh, <laughs> and Vertonghen. <laughs> let me let me just they say... They took great. Listen, I love Benfica went out to get Premier League defenders in an era that the Premier League refused to defend. Because in 14, 13, 15, those 2015 seasons, bro, Premier Man City were winning. Okay, Man City might be different, but Man City for the most part were winning like 4-2. They were still conceding <laughs> two goals to like fucking Norwich and shit like that. They lost to <laughs> Norwich, I think, when Otamendi was playing. Fucking Vertonghen. I mean, Tottenham never won a league with them. It makes sense why, or a trophy. You wonder why, bro. It's because Premier League, especially back then, refused to defend, bro. But you could uh, see, you could see how important Ruben Diaz was to Benfica. Now that he's, he's play, gone, he's he's shutting me up. He's playing well for City too. Yeah, he's shutting me up. Benfica got back to back three goals against them against against Rangers, against uh, Bovista, and against and against Braga, against Braga, and. Jesus. Everything uh, happened after Ruben Diaz left. Ruben Diaz was holding that defense. Yeah. Um, you can't compare him with Otamendi. Otamendi. Also, I feel like Vlaco Dimas is like Frangissimo now all of a sudden. Uh, no. He's been, he's, he's been that way, though. He, yeah, Vlaco he Dimas, he's a good keeper. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But he has a mistake in him. Yeah. A mistake or two. I, I blame more Otamendi on that goal. Because you went for the play. Yeah, he did go for it, too. Yeah. yeah. And he was I, avoiding I, the, the shock. Yeah. yeah, I think they're both at fault for that. Yeah. But yeah, I see, I see Otamendi also. I like, I, I like uh, uh, the goalie of Benfica. I think he's good. Uh, Otamendi, he, he doesn't even, he's not even good for Bolnes. Uh, or even Bolnes in the Campeonato as well. <laughs> he's not that good. I don't know why they picked him up. He's down the hill. If he left Manchester City, that's the reason why. That's the reason why he left Manchester City. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, I mean, but Steph, uh, não comparas o Manchester City ao Benfica. Como diz o Jorge Jesus. Como diz o Jorge Jesus. I know, I'm kidding, leave, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. The Premier League, uh, when you leave the Premier League to go to Portugal, it's because you, it's you're going down. Yeah. You're trying 100%. to decline. And Benfica taking that deal, it's because they had no choice. Exactly. But um, you can, and then, and then, uh, you make him the capitão. Yeah, that which is stupid. That pissed off a lot of players. Yeah, and Benfica especially. It, it created a, a little bit of a dilemma in the locker room. Like, what the fuck is this guy? He just came here and now he's the captain. The chemistry. Also, didn't Otamendi celebrate a title at Toulouse with Porto? Of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. And you make him a captain? Yeah. For this. But I'm I'm loving it. Yeah, me too. Uh, long may it continue. And uh, but anyways, um, before going to Sakovinins, just a quick prediction. Uh, I won't even go to tomorrow's game so much, but more of the French game. Uh, the of course we're talking Celeste Song here. Um, Predictions. Prediction and and I'll I'll ask. Do you guys think Ronaldo's playing? Yes. <laughs> Against France, I think so, yeah. Andorra, I don't think so. France, I think so. I think uh, he's playing him Andorra, out. I don't think so. Against France, yes. Yeah, so he better play. Yeah, yeah. He fought, yeah exactly. Boost. He better play. Big stat-boosting opportunity tomorrow for everyone. <laughs> but he came He came yeah. out of the last game a little bit. Like, uh, they put ice on He got an ankle, an ankle tweak. An yeah. ankle. 
So mm-hmm. I wouldn't play him against Andorra. I would save him for France. He's going to get the 109 goals. So he's got time. Yeah. He doesn't need to play these balls. He can get games. half of them tomorrow, though, if he plays. He can get what? Half of the eight that he needs tomorrow alone. Oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> not, not guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lauren saying uh, they should have called up Nani. 100% agree. What a free he's kick he scored right away. Up. He's playing for Never Atlanta. again. Yeah. And he's got a playoff to worry about. He's going to lead the the Orlando to uh, an Easter Conference final. Either oh, Actually, no. He'd have to. No, I think Philly's going to win. Never mind. Never mind. And, Anyways. You know, let, let's be honest. We, we have better now. Yeah, we do. He's, he's, he's old, unfortunately. You know, father time gets the best of everybody. It would still um, be good for Sporting, don't get me wrong. Maybe not this Amurin team, but we could have used them under Siljas and Kaiser, that's for sure. Um, anyways, let's go into uh, Orlando, New York City FC. We have New York City FC sucks. New York City FC does suck. It's going to be a Toronto FC Philly fi- uh, Eastern Conference final, and uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say any more. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Um, second, Venice, who do we who do you guys more so expect or deserve to play? Um, of course, Max has to be in that, yeah. Um, but aside from that, who do you guys think deserves to play? Um, do you guys think that Tabata will finally make a debut or at least a start? Um, you know, a, a Plata, maybe Rodrigo Fernandes, as we were mentioning, uh, Braganza, um, Renan Ribeiro, maybe too, Borja. What do you guys think of uh? How do you think right. we're gonna trust like yeah Borja, Eduardo, Karajma, Inacio, Braganza, Rodrigo Fernandez, um, Philippe up top, and then you need two wingers, uh, Tabata and um Jovan or Plata. Plata. Jovan, yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think I'll Philippe- only change from- I don't think Philippe will be ready to go yet. They said he might play a few minutes. Yeah. He can play the full 90. Yeah. So I would give it a, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't mind him off the bench. To Pedro, Pedro Marks. I don't know if you can start him, though. I saw someone commented, we can't get Alverket again. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, but you know what you do then? You have a strong bench, and then you, you make the substitutions if you need to. Don't forget now it's five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say the only thing I'll change from your 11 is uh, Matheus Nunes instead of Fernandes. Yeah. Um, but that's about it because everything else is the same. Yeah. And maybe Tiago Tomaj instead of Luis Philippe. Um, so you take, yeah, I don't think he starts from You take Felipe and you put Matheus Nunes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think that's Bergan. still solid because Matheus Nunes has started a few games for us already this season. And you put Bergan, He's done well for us this season. Instead of Jean Mario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. What about the Wingers? The wingers, we said Tabata and Tiago Tomas. Tiago, no, uh, Plata and even or even Jovan and Plata or Tabata and Jovan or well, Jovan and or Tabata and Plata depends. I don't know if Plata can play on the left or not, but uh, I don't see why not. Giovanni plays for what for Cap Verde? I don't think he got called. No. Up. I think he's waiting for Portugal to call him up for a few more years. I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's only played for the youth Cap Verde, right? Or 
if I'm mistaken. Uh, I can check. Um, but anyways, guys, what do you think of uh, score predictions before we head on out? For against, which one? Against uh, Saka Venice, and then we'll go on to Moody Dance next. I think we'll win 3 nothing. I, I'm going to actually go with another 4 nothing. 4-1. We'll suffer a goal. That's mal habituado. I know. Vamos <laughs> perder. Yeah, I'm going to go 4 1 as well. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll have Mureiris that following weekend back to the Campeonato. Or not even that following, the 28th. When is the 28th? That is the. For this calendar. Oh, it is the following Saturday. weekend. Yeah, it is the Saturday. Who is saying King Zero? Anyways. <laughs> Mureirens, back to I, I think we can do it again. I mean, if we lose, we're still campeões de novembro. I just want to make no, that we're clear. Not, we're not going to lose. Against, we'll, we'll see. We're going to win against them. Uh, I would say two nothing. Agreed. I, I agree. Two nothing. Um, Christian for Mureirens. Before we head on out, I can't bet against us. Uh, two one. Is that one on the road? No, that home. one is at home. Oh, it's home too. Three one. The, the next one would be a, a way to family count, which would be an interesting one. But anyways, we'll see. Uh, not anyways. The not the same team. Don't forget that. True, true, true. Very true. Um, and anyways, that's that's too far away to, to look. I, I'm with uh, Amorim, where it's a game at a time. Uh, I'm with him. Um, anyways, special shout-out to everybody in the chat today. We had, a, we had quite the interaction today. Um, shout-out to Rui, to the real Alpha Kersky. Kings of Zero, Kings of Zero. <laughs> uh, Lauren Jenks, New York's finest, Johnny Signero. Shout out to Richard Nevj in the chat as well. Mysterious Donut Seven. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Jolion uh, on Twitter. Um, who am I missing here? Who am I missing? Uh, shout out to Matt Paiva also. Juicebox Leal. Um, doo -doo -doo. Who else is in the chat today? Paul Pont, Paul Pont of course. Shout out to you, bro. We really do appreciate all the interactions, everybody joining us. David Pereira, our favorite Um, And long may you continue to beat your A-team. Um, and, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on Twitter as well. Please follow us at Sporting160 underscore EN. Um, on Instagram, Sporting160 EN. On YouTube, Sporting160 EN. Um, we really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you for the love and support. Uh, we'll see you next time for 86, where we'll still be in first. And uh, <laughs> long may it continue, because I'm not I'm not ready to quit celebrating this yet. Uh, okay. Ciao, ciao, Pascual. Viva Sporting.